I have a um, ancestry gone wrong story. So um, Classic. I'm the youngest of Classic. six kids from my mom who has an intellectual disability. Oh. And so all of us kind of grew up without a dad. My sister got really, um, one of my sisters got really big into ancestry when I was around like 17, 18. Um, she was on there. She wasn't really getting a lot of information. She paid to, uh, she offered to pay for my ancestry. And I was like, no, I'm not thirsty for a dad. <laughs> so <laughs> I That's an interesting way to say it. it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I end up doing the ancestry. So on and off for like 10 years, I was just on and like I said, on and off of the website. I eventually wow. matched with somebody who was really close, which was my dad's oh, uncle. Wow. And then I matched with my dad's huh. cousin. So we were messaging back and forth. Um, and my dad, like we ended up getting my dad's information. I went down there and apparently i'm an affair baby um <gasps> i wow with him and he wanted nothing to do with me he said that i was never oh. a child and that the time oh. me and my sister my now sister did a dna test oh. um and we are half siblings so it oh. confirmed a lot of cheating suspicions that happened and my oh. dad's not a good person none of his like him so i'm the asshole he's the asshole yes oh okay should we call her i guess so we didn't get her name did we no hello hey this is uh john from the okop show you left a call on our voicemail line yeah tiffany yes tiffany nice to meet you can you hear us okay yeah you left you left a voicemail uh we wanted to call you back um uh man we've we've heard some crazy you know 23 and me ancestry test stories before um but this one this one was 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 big and and pretty heavy um i was curious kind of now after all of this um and maybe for all the listeners out there that might be going through a similar situation like a good place to start off with is you know how do you think about this this whole situation now and and was there anything you did kind of like after finding out all of this information um to kind of like cope and get through anything or did it kind of not phase you how did you feel after finding out it's a lot of information to take in um to know that you're a product of an affair um and to have like that proof right not just for me but for like the other side i think there was a lot of information that came to light um and i really took a lot of time to myself eventually like i got over it but it, it's a lot um and yeah like it 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 weighed on me really heavily yeah that you mentioned that process of like the 10 year period. It's, it was like 10 years where you were like on Ancestry getting in little bits of information. Yeah. Like back in when I was 19. So like 2009, 2010. And um, like Ancestry.com really wasn't as super popular as it is. So I had like sixth and seventh, eighth cousins that would pop up. 
so nobody that would really like provide any help right like there are mm. people who we share like great 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 grandparents with and so right. it wasn't until 2000 i think it was like 2019 yeah like i had time to like really sit down and look at it and one of his uncles popped up which provided wow. more like help to find him how did you get in contact with your dad and like what was your expectation of what that interaction would be and then like what actually happened like what was the play-by-play so um i talked to his cousin um like by email and she was like i'm gonna be in texas because she's from connecticut he's from connecticut he was the only person who ever lived in texas from his family she was just like he can't be that bad of a person. So like, she was like, he's my cousin. I'm sure he's a great person. The last time I saw him, um, like just go to his house. So I, I Googled mm. his information um, and I was able to get his address and his telephone number. And I, I kind of just popped up and I was like, Hey, um, I think you're my dad. <laughs> Like this really? old guy, yeah. In the mid, like he's spray painting his car, and I just walk up to him and I'm like, "Hey, I, think <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say." What did, did you that... think he would say? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he would like look at me and be like, "Daughter," like I don't know. I watch a lot of Lifetime television. I don't know <laughs> what would have happened, but he was like, "Yeah, and... that no, that didn't happen." Like. My dad is racist and I'm half black. <laughs> oh, wow. And so wow. Now, like you, he's like, no, I don't remember that ever happening. Even whenever I got my DNA test done with my wow. sister, his daughter, it was 99.9%. He was like, well, it's not 100%. So you're not oh. my daughter. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. So like um, me and my sister, Katie, we, she like, we walked through like the events and like the timeline. He lived like three miles away from my mom's house at the time that this happened. Like all those years later. Yeah. Like, no, like whenever I was like created my sister, she's like a year older than me. So like she was like months old and he had a job near my mom. And so I guess that's how they end up meeting. But like he denies everything. even with So he doesn't DNA even test. admit to knowing your mom. Yeah, he denied everything. Even today, wow. he will still deny that I'm his daughter, um, even though we already have the DNA test. Like, Have you tried to contact him multiple times after this? I've contacted him. Like, he's, he's like, closed off. Like, he's yeah. very, like, my dad's not a good person. So he didn't want to do yeah. the DNA test. He's got, like, convictions in mm. the past that involve, like, minors and stuff like that. And oh, shit. so he's not a good person. Like you like go into like ancestor and you're like, he like, he's going to be a good person. Maybe it was just a misunderstanding. Mm. He was a horrible person. He's a oh. horrible person. Do you think you were happy that you did this? Like, are you like, are you, are you still happy that you like went and confronted him? Yeah, honestly, like I love being um an aunt like and gaining like i gained a brother three sisters countless of nieces and nephews and like it's i'm really close to my brothers and sisters 
from like my brother and sisters from his side of the family like I love them to pieces like I don't think I would have ever changed it but like going into it to find out like no one's going to be like joining ancestor you're gonna find out your dad's a pedophile and he took advantage of your mother who has an intellectual disability and he's also going to be like such a bad person right but i wouldn't have changed it wow wow it's awesome that like you still are steadfast in that knowledge too yeah like i have an amazing sister like my sisters are amazing my brother's amazing so I think that's what makes it worthwhile. If it wasn't for them, I'd probably. Did you build that relationship with them just from this experience of like going through the ancestry DNA results? Yeah, I went to Connecticut to visit them. Wow. Like I've never even Take... been up north before. Like I'm a Texas girl, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like a beautiful thing that like ancestry.com. Like, I mean, even though like there's all these crazy things that we hear, like all these stories of like things going wrong. And I guess in this case, like, yeah, like shit didn't go as well as you thought it would. But like the fact that you get to have these relationships with the family members spread like all over uh, uh, or at least are like around the uh, a section of the country. Like that's kind of a beautiful thing that came out of it. Of course. And it's like a whole new like group of people I get to met a new culture that I just never mm. like experienced before and they're really loving people like they you know like I stayed with them like while I was up there like we hung out at their beach it was like really nice it's so crazy just his family like I met my grandma his mom and then like they're really nice people and like you wonder like what happened like why he's like a POS yeah I turned into a piece of shit <laughs> I'm curious for people that maybe are going through a a similar experience of like trying to find their family and you've had such a, I feel like such a a positive and like steadfast attitude and just found, found the best and made some beautiful relationships and new, new family members out of it. What's your advice to those people that are going into these scenarios where they're kind of in your shoes and they kind of like, don't know what to expect on the other side of it. Just do it. I would say, you know, the only way to go through it is just to do it. Like, you're going to find out, like, a bunch of weird things. But, I mean, what's Mm. done in the dark eventually has to come to light. And, you know, Mm. you got to do that. Sometimes you're going to be somebody's illegitimate child or, you know, whatever have you. And it's, you know, you just got to do it. Yeah. Better, to, better, I guess, to be able to control it for yourself than have it come to you in a way that you don't really want. Well, I mean, the very positive outlook. And I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to build those relationships with your new brothers and sisters. And thank you so much for calling in and sharing your experience. I know, I mean, you've probably heard, we've read a lot of stories that are are kind of similar. So I think it's very helpful to like hear directly from someone yeah. who has been through this experience and come out the other side with, with some positive yeah. things coming out of it. Yeah, Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing. No, no problem. And I'm glad you guys gave me a call. I honestly thought like you guys had so many submissions. I was like, no way my story is that interesting. Like <laughs> they don't ever call me. Well, we did. And, we uh, did, and you, you were fantastic. Here I am. Yeah, okay please, okay. please keep submitting. Please call. Like we really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any other stories, if I just call you again. Of course. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you, you too. too. Have a good one. All right. Later. Bye. That was solid. Different tone, but 
Wow. Uh, really cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the beauty of like doing this now is because it's like, it's one thing to see someone's story that they've like written and documented. It's a whole other beast to be able to like hear from them, hear that experience under like, I feel like I understand so much more when we get to like talk to the person, hear their tone versus just reading the words off of the page. It's so it's a weird, it's a weird, this is weird. Like, but like in a really cool way, it's like, I feel like also it's just, you read these stories and it's like, you're also uncertain. Like we, we, we get these comments like, Oh, like this story sounds fake or like, there's no way this could happen. And it's like, yes. When you actually hear it from the source, it's like, Oh shit, these are actually really like, like these are real people that are telling yes. us these stories and like being able to go to the source. That's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. How do they feel? Like what, yeah. what is that? What is that like? It's, it's insane. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on this kind of new, new fun experiment. We definitely want to do this a lot more. So please leave your comments below on what you thought. If you have any feedback, anything like that, we're definitely planning to do a lot more of these. If you want to submit your story, call 440-508-6567. We can't wait to hear more of your stories. Can't wait to put them on the show. See you on the next one. Talk soon. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. Today I effed up by getting a DNA test and finding out my granny got stuffed by another man's meat. The update. <laughs> I've been waiting for this update, John. You know, we, we got to see whose who's sausage granny was gobbling down. <laughs> right? What glizzy was she gobbling? <laughs> Gobble those glizzies. Glizzy they call gobbler her the over glizzy here. Glizzy gobbler, the glizzy goblin. <laughs> She's the glizzy gobbler. She's eating that shit like French cobbler. That was a good one. She's holding on to it like a hodler. Ooh. We're not talking Bitcoin. We're talking. Uh, guess who's now on top of her? Oh. It ain't grandpa. It's the Polish sausager. So. In my previous post, I said that my grandmother promised to tell all when my sister comes to town next week. Oh, the fabled tell all. Mm -hmm. Tell us, please. Officially, that is still the plan. But my sister, who apparently missed her calling as a special prosecutor, got my grandmother to admit everything over the phone. And the story of what actually happened is interesting. I'm interested. Do I'm tell, fascinated John, by these sausages. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Put them. that story in me. Back in my day, I was gobbling them glitches <laughs> all over the place. When your father went to the war, <laughs> you know, I had to keep this, <laughs> this salami cave warm. <laughs> salami there was only cave. one man that could fill that cave. And let's just say it wasn't your grandfather. The only thing that was big about that man was his nose. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't your grandfather. It was his grandfather. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. They say the first world war bought the biggest horse. <laughs> Without getting too much into my family history, when I first noticed the inconsistencies in my DNA test, I had an early idea who of who might be my biological parental grandfather. Oh wait, like they know who it's like who it is. They uh they they got some ideas. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Basically, my grandmother had a longtime family friend. Oh, let's just say that family friend's more than friends. Oh, he's getting real friendly. Really close. And this family friend she had known even before my grandfather. Weird friend zone to be in. Moving forward, I'm gonna call him. 
Polish grandpa and the other guy, real grandpa. Okay. She and this friend, real grandpa, maintained contact for years and years, all the way until both of their second spouses had died and they married each other. Wait, what? Okay, well, okay, okay. So he's in the family. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like it. And their kids had grown up together even before they became step siblings as adults. And they're still a part of my extended family as quote unquote aunts and uncles, even though real grandfather died when I was a baby almost 30 years ago. So, so, so fake grandpa was actually real grandpa. Like step grandpa was real grandpa. Yeah, step grandpa like, oh, he's part of the family. And it's like, uh, yeah, he is. All right. That wasn't a surprise. That wasn't very surprising. I, you know, like, oh, who could have done it? Maybe it's the person my grandma's married to. Telling this information to grandma was what made her admit it. I was going to be matched as a cousin with my sister's best friend. Wait. Oh, man. Wait. So they were like matches and they were going to date? No, no, no. He was going to be matched as a cousin with my sister's best friend. Oh, I thought like, <laughs> I thought the, the, the families, because they were step siblings, it's like, might as well fuck. <laughs> new, new, new Reddit story. Grandma, tell me who you fucked or I'm going to fuck my cousin. <laughs> tell me now. Tell me now. The replications will be dire. Because my sister's best friend should have had no biological relation to me. But here's where it gets a little confusing. Oh, no. I thought it was already confusing. I thought we solved the confusion. My grandmother claims that Polish grandpa was sterile as the result of something that happened to him during World War II. Uh-oh. What? His sausage got sizzled. <laughs> <laughs> she says that all three of her children are biologically from real grandpa, but that it was all done intentionally through artificial insemination. Was the artificial insemination technology like advanced enough that back you know? Then? I mean, straight turkey baster it maybe. Like I don't know. You know, that's that's some old school technology. You know, throwing it back. Okay, my grandma was doing. Hey <laughs> oh, hey oh. She desperately wants us to be kept a secret from everyone, including my dad and his siblings, because she is worried that people will assume the worst about her. I'm assuming the worst. Yeah, I think I think uh, Granny was uh, slipping and sliding all over them sausages. Mm -hmm. My dad and his siblings were born in the early 1950s. Does anyone know what the odds of this were? How common was artificial insemination back then? Would can't so imagine very common. Yeah, le definitely less common. Yeah. Um, would someone have really used a friend as a donor? More than three separate times. And my grandmother had at least one miscarriage that she told me about at some point. So could be four. Yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds like she was getting railed regularly by this guy. My grandmother has a known history of rewriting events in her favor. I guess Bro, grandma's lying. All right, I'm going to say grandma's lying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm team grandma. I'll, I'll explain my, my thought process later. I guess it really doesn't matter at this point why real grandfather was the father, but it is frustrating to feel like she might be throwing in more lies on top of everything. Now, a lot of people ask to know which DNA test I used. I used my heritage, but I have no idea if it's better than the others. I picked it just because it was the cheapest. And a lot of people wanted to tell me that these tests are not very accurate. That's what all the 
spouses who were cheated on say yeah exactly <laughs> my, i took it in it said that my wife would have had to cheat on me so it was false i don't really know what to say or what to expect all i know is that i was accurate enough to say i didn't have any polish ancestry and my grandma was on another man's sausage i don't know it sounds like grandma's keeping something like it sounds like grandma's lying yeah what do you think well oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well what's, what's your uh so if if so okay assuming that her, uh the polish her and the polish grandpa were having sex if they if they never had sex then that makes it simple but what if they were she was hooking up with polish grandpa and real grandpa i think that's exactly what she was doing but like but if but if polish grandpa is infertile yeah, maybe maybe she did. I believe that Polish grandpa is, like could be infertile. That That's makes true. sense. That's true. That's true. So you, she took she took that little bit, and it's like let me just sprinkle a little yeah. dash on here, and he was but, the donor. But may, but may, maybe maybe Polish grandpa wasn't infer- infertile, but he wasn't like he like wasn't told that, and so like it was it, like he just thought, oh, I'm I I right. I, I beat it. Right. I had kids. And maybe she probably knew yeah. because they probably were trying doing, doing the deed. And she's yeah. like, I'm not getting any buns in my oven. And no. all of a sudden, uh, someone else, this family friend comes like, Hey, let me help you. So let me be a good neighbor and lend you some sugar. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, I am. This shit is hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now push! Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener.